हरे कृष्णा जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तिरावन चारी यमुना तिरावन चारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रजन रंजना यमुना तिरावन चारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जयो राधा कालाचंजी राधा कालाचंजी श्री राधे जयो राधा कालाचंजी राधा कालाचंजी श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद राधे जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा नितय गौर हरि बो 
हरी बोल निताय गौर हरी बोल निताय गौर हरी बोल हरी बोल हरी बोल निताय गौर हरी बोल जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव निताय गौर प्रेमानंद ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवीं सरस्वती व्यास तथोजीरया नष्टप्रायु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवते उत्तमाश्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टी कृष्णा वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनाया नंद गोपा कुमाराया गोविंदाय नमो नमः नमो पंकजनाभाय नमो पंकजमालिने नमो पंकजनेत्राया नमस्ते पंकजांग्रे गुरुवे गौरचंद्राय राधिकाए तदालय कृष्णाय कृष्ण भक्ताया तद्भक्ताया नमो नमः reading from the chapter 10 named departure of lord krishna for dwarka canto 1 chapter 10 text 17 titata patram jagraha muktadama vivishutam vibhushitam रत्नादंदम गुड़ाकेश प्रिया प्रिया तमसीतापत्र जगृह मुक्तादमाशु विभूषित रत्नादंदम गुड़ाकेश प्रिया प्रिया तमसीतापत्र जगाड़ 
ಮುಕ್ತಮಾಭೂಷಿತಂ ರತ್ನಂದಂ ಗುಡಾಕೇಶ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಪ್ರಿಯತಮಸ್ಯ ಸೀತಾತಪತಾಪತ್ರಾಗ್ರಹಾಕ್ತಮಾಭೂಷಿತಂದಂದುಡಾಕೇಶ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಪ್ರಿಯತಮಸ ಸೀತಾತಾಪತ್ರಾಗ್ರಹ ಮುಕ್ತಮಾಭೂಷಿತುಡಾಕೇಶ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಪ್ರಿಯತಮಸ್ಟು ವಟ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಸೀತ ಆತ್ಮಪತ್ರ ಸೂದಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಬ್ರೇಲ ಜಗ್ರಾಹಕಪ್ ಮುಕ್ತ ದಾಮ ಡೆಕೋರೇಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಲೈಸಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪರ್ಲ್ಸ್ ವಿಭೂಷಿತಂ ಎಂಬ್ರಾಯ್ಡರ್ಡ್ ರತ್ನಂದಂ ವಿತ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಜುವಲ್ ಜುವಲ್ಸ್ ಗುಡಾಕೇಶ ಅರ್ಜುನ ದ expert warrior or arjuna the expert warrior or one who has conquered sleep priya most beloved priyatamasya of the most beloved ha so he did translation and purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki at that time arjuna the great warrior and conqueror of sleep who is the intimate friend of the most beloved supreme lord took up an umbrella which had a handle of jewels and was embroidered with lace and pearls gold jewels gold jewels pearls and valuable stones were used in the luxurious royal ceremonies they are all natural nature's gift and are produced by the hills ocean etc by the order of the lord when man does not waste his valuable time in producing unwanted things in the name of necessities by so called development of industrial enter- enterprises they are now using pots of gutta percha instead of metals like gold silver brass and copper they are using margarine instead of purified butter and one fourth of the city population has no shelter om agyana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri guruve namaha ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೇನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಹಿಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ್ರೀಯದ್ವೈತಾಗದಾಧರ್ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಪ್ರೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಎಟ್ ದ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಸ್ ಮೇ ಐ ಸ್ಪೀಕ್ ಫ್ಯೂ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಫಿಕೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವರ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಪ್ಲೇಜರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮೈ ವೆರಿ ಓನ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫಿಕೇಷನ್ ವಂಚಾ ಕಲ್ಪತರುಭಿಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುವೇವಚ ಪತಿತನ್ನಾಂ ಪಾವನೇವೇ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇವೇ ನಮೋ ನಮ ಮುಖುಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲಂ ಪಂಗುಂ ಲಂಗಾಯತಿ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಶ್ರೀ ಗೋಳುಂ ದೀನತಾರಣಂ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಮಾಧವಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಈಶ್ವರಂ
So, we are reading that, you know, how Krishna, last we read that how Krishna is taking permission from the Pandavas and all other, his the devotees or his relatives to, you know, to leave for Dwarka. It's been a while and Subhadra was so upset and now he wants to go back to Dwarka, but Subhadra was upset, Yudhishthir Maharaj was upset, should Subhadra just, you know, lost her son, Abhimanyu. And she was really aggrieved. And Krishna wanted to just pacify them all, the Pandavas, including Subhadramai. And we have, you know, spoke about how Krishna is showing a humanly compassion. He being the most renunciate, he being the supreme personality of Godhead, he being the knower of all, he did not act, okay, I'm done here advising and I'm going to leave here and go because I have duty there. No, he is not acting as uh, superhuman or inhuman. He is acting as a very humanly form and that's why he says in Bhagavad Gita that, you know, whenever I come in the form of a human, the fools deride me and they consider me as a Abhajananti Mamura. If I'm not quoting it wrong, it is 9-11 Bhagavad Gita. Abhajananti Mamura. That whenever... I come as human. They see me as human. That's why we see so many, like other day Prabhuji was asking that, you know, so many people saw saw Krishna, but they did not, uh, they did not become devotee or did not act as a devotee. But the thing is, we may also see Krishna, but if we do not read Shastra, if we do not hear from the devotees, the pure devotees, the guru, the sadhus, how would we be able to discriminate Krishna from the Jivatmas. No, only the, through the Shastras, through Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Chaitanya Charitamrita, and all such literature, the scriptures, they tell us who is Krishna. That's the reason they could not recognize Krishna. All they saw Krishna as in a human form. And that's why they are fool, they are muras, because they deride Krishna as human form. And that's why the demon was demon the demons were fighting against Krishna. If we know he is Krishna, who will fight against Krishna? He will just surrender, like the devotees. So after that we read that so far the intelligent who have it, this is I'm reading from little from so that we we are in a you know right understanding where we are heading to. So we'll just do little revision. So this says one ten eleven and twelve. It says so far the intelligent who has I'm just reading the translations. So far the intelligent who have understood the Supreme Lord in association with pure devotees and have become freed from bad materialistic association can never avoid hearing the glories of the Lord, even though they have heard them only once. How then could the Pandavas tolerate his separation, that is Krishna's separation, for they had been intimately associated with his presence, seeing him face to face, touching him, conversing with him, and sleeping, sitting, and dining with him. So, he is saying that, you know, we, we just hear maybe few ver- uh, lectures and we get so attached to Krishna. And we feel like hearing again and again and again. So, these Pandavas who are physically associating with the Lord Krishna, how would they not feel separation when he is leaving for Dwarka? So, the next one is 13. All their hearts were melting for him on the po- on the pot of attraction. They looked at him without blinking their eyes and they moved hither and thither in per- perplexity. Text 14 says, The female relatives who whose eyes were flooded with tears out of anxiety for Krishna came out of the palace and they could they could Stop their tears. They could not stop. They could stop their tears with great difficulty. They feared that the tears would cause misfortune at the time of departure. You know, back in India, they say if you cry, you do something like that, it may, you know, that the person who's traveling, it will bring inauspiciousness. You know, it can be halted or somewhere or the other. So we don't want to, we want to, even if we feel like crying, our mothers do that too. Even if they feel like crying, they will try to help, hold back their tears so that the tears do not bring any auspiciousness for the, the person who is traveling. 
here the ladies of uh, hastinapur they are doing the trying to do the same thing with great great uh, you know effort they are trying great difficulty they are trying so that they do not cry because krishna is going and they didn't want to uh, bring any inauspiciousness during his travel and i was thinking we sing this shikshashtakam and this is shloka number 7 this is from chaitanya charitamrit uh, given to us by chaitanya mahaprabhu इट्स अुगात निमीशेना चक्षुषा प्रभृषात शून्यात जगत्सर्व गोविंद विरहे न मे द ट्रांसलेशन ओ गोविंद फीलिंग युअर सेपरेशन आई एम कन्सिडरिंग अ मोमेंट टू बी लाइक ट्वेल्व इयर्स और मोर टीयर्स आर फ्लोइंग फ्रॉम माई आईज लाइक टोरेन्स ऑफ रेन एंड आई एम फीलिंग ऑल वेकेंट इन द वर्ल्ड इन योर एब्सेंस so this is one point how devotees feel when the lord is when they feel the lord is not there this is the feeling that the gopis and special shrimati radharani was feeling when krishna left vrindavan and this is expressed to us by chaitanya mahaprabhu and um, when shila i have heard when shila prabhupad will leave the devotees the disciples they will also feel somewhat like that i have heard it i have read it in my guru maharaj's book that they were feeling somewhat feeling like this this is the emotion they were feeling and so you know this is like separation from the lord and also separation from a very dear and pure devotee then you will feel okay this is all you needed and this is all you don't have and then you feel this you know great separation so devotees when they are separated from the lord they feel that so we see the gopis now the pandavas even back in dwarka we see when now we will see in the future how when krishna comes the kind of welcoming he receives and you know by the welcoming you can tell how much they have missed you so suppose you call up somebody and you say that i'm coming and you just go and nobody care okay open the door give some prasadam and you know you're not very much welcomed and they did not miss you much but only when they would have missed you the welcome will be you know how we welcome janmashtami we really wait for a year how we do how we celebrate uh, shila prabhupad appearance day how we celebrate gaur purnima means we waited this is not another day though we are supposed to be krishna conscious every day but when it is special so when seeing your welcoming you can tell how much people have missed you when you were not there right so and so here we are seeing this aspect how devotees they miss the lord when he is not there when they when they feel their you know they are feeling his absence how that point and another point from this text is come as how devotees they always wish good for krishna they do not no matter how much they go through but they didn't want to cause any harm rather they want to cause all the pleasure for krishna they want to please krishna all the time so it says that tashmin tushte jagat tushtam if krishna is satisfied then everybody is jagat the universe is satisfied and that's why prabhupada has taught us if you shower if you water the roots of a plant then the entire plant will be satisfied but if you go and uh, try to you know water each and every leaves and the branch and the root is not watered it will not help the plant so for us to be satisfied to sat we think okay why this is very very prominent in india so why do we have to serve the lord why do we have to go to the temple why do we have to build a temple and this reminds me once shila prabhupad was asked you know one indian man had asked um swami why do you build so many temples india has so many if you go to india you will know that every corner has a temple or more everywhere there is temple why do you have to build more temples why don't you use it the money for you know other well being and krishna asked you who is sitting next to you sorry shila prabhupada asked that person who is sitting next to you and this person said um, okay this is my wife and then he said and the next and he said the person said uh, this is my child prabhupad says in india we have so many children why do you need another child and the man said this is my own and shila prabhupad says this temple is our own so beautiful shila prabhupad has sense of humor and sense of presence like nobody can 
So he said, like, you would like to have your own child. We like to have our own temple, even if there are so many temples. So that's the significance, something to have our own. So the devotees, they always want to please Krishna. They always want to please Krishna. So, you know, so, so when people asked, why do you not do good for the general populace? Why do you not do good for the others? There are so many poor people. One thing is, if you care so much about the poor people, why don't you spend your own money? Why do you see when we are spending it on Krishna? Why do you not see when you are wasting it in so many for on, on your own luxury? Why does it, you know, pricks you when we are spending it on Krishna and his devotees? You never ask when the celebrities are wasting money, when so much of cracker is being wasted in the, on the marriage ceremony. But whenever somebody spend money for Krishna, and this shows our envious character. And then the main thing is, that is one thing from the materialistic point of view, but the main thing, if you see, if we satisfy Krishna, everybody will be satisfied, including those poor, needy people. But if you just satisfy one part of the country, the others will still remain hungry, unemployed, and in need. So the devotees of the Lord, they understand this, so they want to satisfy Krishna all the time. So in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Leela, chapter 4, text 165 says, Atmendriya priti vancha tare boli kam, Krishnendriya priti icha dhore prem nam. The translation goes, the desire to gratify one's own senses is calm or lust. But the desire to please the senses of Lord Krishna is prema or love. So you see, whatever in this material world we call it as love, is nothing but a perverted reflection of love. But when we really love, what we have for Krishna is the real love. Which is supposed to be ahuituki apratihata. Unconditional, without any condition. Oh Krishna, you give me this, give me that. Without any condition. And apratihata, without any breakage. It should be continuous, consistent. Then that is love and that is what we should have for Krishna. So, so this two point from that text came to my mind that, you know, that, uh, devotees, they don't want to cause any harm, even at the cost of them being harmed, they don't want to cause any harm for Krishna. And at the same time, uh, devotees cannot bear this separation from Krishna. Moving on to the text 15. It says that while the Lord was departing from the palace of Hastinapur, different types of drums like the Mridanga, Dhola, Nagara, Dunduri, Dundubi and flutes of different types, the Veena, the Gomukha and Bheri all sounded together to show him honor. Text 16. Out of loving desire to see the Lord, the royal ladies of the Kurus got up on the top of the palace and smiling with affection, shyness, they showered and shyness, they showered flowers upon the Lord. So the ladies of the Kuru dynasty, they went all up on the rooftop and they were showering flowers on Krishna. And uh, the purport, in the purport, Prabhupada says that shyness is a particular extra natural beauty of the fair sex and it commands respect from the opposite sex. So that is very, very beautiful, very bold statement. And it is like, you know, something very sensitive because here it is saying that shyness is the real beauty of a Mataji. So, uh, yeah, this was yesterday discussed. I just wanted because I'm doing recap. So, just so and um, so we see that that's quite contradicting from today's what we understand the beauty as. So, you know, in this material world, as the Kali Yuga 
progresses, uh, the bhushanam becomes the dushanam and the dushanam becomes the bhushanam. So what is bhushanam? Bhushanam is an ornament and dushanam is a defect. So earlier what Prabhupada is saying in the Vedic culture, the shyness was the bhushanam, the beauty, the decoration of a mataji. And if they were, and right now, that has become a dushanam if somebody is very shy and, you know, very much in her, themselves or herself, then it is called a dushanam. It has become a defect. And you make fun of them, Omataji, Behenji. India has this term called Behenji. Like even they want to insult you, they'll call you Behenji. You know, it's an insult. It is not a respect. But Prabhupada gave us the best title for the fair sex. That is the Mataji. Because he says that that is the topmost respect women can command. I hold that it is the most respectful, um, what do you say, designation is a mother. And with mother, you will not look at her at any other way but as a mother. And few days back, I was hearing one senior brahmachari, and he was saying that is like this is from the uh, the male's point of view that they should look at every. Um, Mataji or a, or a female or a fair sex as a mother. But at the same time, the Mataji should also appear, make herself appear as such that she appear like a mother. That is also the duty, that you should appear as a mother. And today being the Shera and uh, Ram Vijay Utsav, so I was reading this uh, I will just, this is of course yesterday's verse. We'll come back to the verse. I'm just setting up so that we can understand today's verse. And today's verse is a very small purport. So I'm just revising for my own benefit and for my own very purification. So it says, this is from Canto 9. This is Lord Ram's section, Ramayan. And um, Canto 9, chapter 10 and text 27. This is when... Um, Ravana and all the other Rakshasas were killed by Ramchandra and Lakshman and the team. And now the wives of uh, Ravana and the other Rakshasas headed by Mandodari, now they are coming and crying holding Ravana and respective husbands of the respective Rakshasa's wives. They are crying holding their husband to their chest and they are crying and they are saying this, to their husband's body, dead body, that, oh, greatly fortunate one, you came under the influence of lusty desires, and therefore you could not understand the influence of Mother Sita. Now, because of her curse, you have been reduced to this state, having been killed by Lord Ramchandra. Purport, it's a short purport, I'll just read it. Not only was Mother Sita powerful, but any woman who follows in the footsteps of Mother Sita can also become similarly powerful. There are many instances of this in the history of Vedic literature. Whenever we find a description of ideal chaste women, Mother Sita is among them. Mandodari, the wife of Ravana, was also very chaste. Similarly, Draupadi was one of the five exalted chaste women. As a man must follow great personalities like Brahm, as a man must follow great personalities like Brahm, Brahma and Narada, a woman must follow the path of such idle women as Sita, Mandodri and Draupadi. By staying chaste and faithful to her husband, a woman enriches herself with supernatural power. It is a normal principle that one should not be influenced by lusty desires for another's wife. Matravat para dareshu. An intelligent person must look upon another's wife as being like his mother. This is a moral injunction from Chanakya Shloka 10. Matravat para dareshu para draveshu loshtravat atmavat sarvabhuteshu ya pashyati sapanditaha. One who considers another's wife as his mother another's possession as a lump of dirt and treats all other living beings as he would himself is considered to be learned. Thus, Ravana was condemned not only by Lord Ramchandra but even by his own wife Mandodari because she 
was a chaste woman, she knew the power of another chaste woman, especially such a wife as Mother Sita Devi. So it's a very, very, I thought it was relevant today because today is also Ram Mahatsav. Ram Vijay Mahatsav. So Prabhupada actually in this verse gave two aspects. One, like how a mother should be treated and also how the fair sex is very shy and like that. And top of that, he has also mentioned in the next paragraph like how we finally, whomever we see, irrespective of their gender, they are beautiful because of the soul present inside. It is not the external but the internal. And then of course he, because if you see Prabhupada says in the purport that if somebody is dead and she is very beautiful, nobody would like to get married to her. She, her being the most beautiful, you know, lady in the world. But if there is no soul, if she is dead, soul, the life air is what making that person so beautiful. And so we should not get attracted towards the external beauty. It is the internal thing that we should be thinking about. And at the same time, Prabhupada also says, because we are in this material world, this is a conditioned place and this is a Kali Yuga, so we should keep our fair distance with the fair sex. With the men and women, they are like the butter and uh, fire. So coming in contact with each another, one another, it will cause harm and detrimental for our spiritual life. Moving on to the today's verse. At that time, Arjuna, the great warrior and the conqueror of sleep, who is the intimate friend of the most beloved Supreme Lord, took up an umbrella which had a handle of jewels and was embroidered with lace and pearls. So in the purport, Prabhupada is saying that, so one thing is, uh, they're saying that how they have honored Krishna. Like so beautiful things. The chamar was so beautiful with the jewels and things like that. And they were all so eager. Even if they're not happy to say him bye, to say him goodbye, but they were still doing their duty. So one lesson that we can learn, even if we are not in a right state of mind, we may not be feeling very happy. We may not be in the best of our mood. But service of the Lord should go on. Service of the Lord should not stop or be sacrificed just because uh, we are not in a right mood. Today, service of the Lord is not like, oh, I don't feel like today. That's why it is apratihata. It should be consistent without any break. Oh, I don't feel like today. I don't. It doesn't feel like, I don't feel in a right mood. No, whether it is our chanting or any seva, it should go on. We, As I was mentioning in the previous class too, we are always devotee, whether we feel like or not. We always remain the devotee of the Lord. We wear one day kanti, we don't wear one day kanti. We wear tilak someday. Someday we feel like, look, you know, I want to look like a devotee today. So I act and dress like a devotee. No, Krishna's service should go on. And we see this from Srila Prabhupada. Even if when, almost for a month or weeks, three weeks, I think, when he did not eat towards the end of his journey, towards the end of his leela, but he was still going on translating the books for us. He was doing, he was giving his mercy, his blessings for us in the form of these books. And also he was following the instructions that uh, that was given by his Guru Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He was doing both. He was taking, through this translation, he was tra- taking care of us, his disciples and uh, grand disciples and the followers, and also taking care of the instruction that was given by his Guru Maharaj. So we learn from the Pandavas and our Acharyas how no matter how they felt, of course, I'm talking for myself not in a, that position, but we can always draw our inspiration. If we draw our inspiration from the right place, we will at least walk few steps in the right direction. But if we do not draw any inspiration or we draw inspiration from a wrong place, we will move in that direction. So even if we are not currently in a state when we can follow everything that's given in the 
scriptures, everything that our Acharyas, our Guru Maharajas are doing. But at least when we hear about them again and again and again, we know what's the standard is. And we know where to fix our eyes. We know what's our goal. And accordingly, we, if we don't know our destination, if we do not have the right direction, we will go everywhere but the goal. So we see that from here how Pandavas, even if they are feeling so morose, everybody, because they are in so deep separation, but still they are doing their duty so beautifully without any compromise. And in the purport, Srila Prabhupada is saying that gold, jewel, pearl and valuable stones were used in the luxurious royal ceremonies. They are all the gifts from the nature. And we will get those gifts when we do not. One thing Prabhupada is mentioning is that when we do not extra endeavor to do things, when we don't try to fix things by ourselves, we see often nature fixes it. So when we have too much of, you know, we see the earthquake and then we don't know, we are not sure what form of coronavirus it was, how it happened, whether it was nature's or it was man-made. Either way, you know, when there is some disturbance, the nature with the order of Krishna fixes herself. But Prabhupada says that, that you know, we bring up this industrial enterprise. This is a society of industry now. It's a culture of industry. Everything can be manufactured. And we see how much plastic. Now Prabhupada is saying, uh, it says gata parcha, which is something like a thermoplastic, though it is uh, withdrawn from, you know, you take it from, very. it's a sap, you uh, take the sap, and it's from the sap, from different tropical trees, and you make this gata parcha, whatever this material is. And but we have even degraded from there. So earlier we read in the scripture they used to use even Yudhishthir Maharaj time they used to use the gold plates and gold spoons and and the tumblers and the bowls. Everything used to be gold, and they will not carry it in their bag after they are done eating. They leave them there and go. So that was the standard. But now we even if we find a steel spoon, if you and if you give it to people, they'll put it in their bag and take. But so as to say we have advanced, isn't it? We say we, have, we are advancing. But are we advancing? Uh, in the Vedic culture, people used to leave gold after eating. And now we even carry plastic sometimes to our home. So are we, Prabhupada, you know, often quotes, are we uh, advancing or are we degrading? And um, so we see, and the material, when human with our own endeavor, we try to create something, it will have so many defects. It will have so many defects. Like we, we created plastic for our own convenience. But now it's creating so much of problem for Mother Earth, so much of pollution. And we cannot get rid of them. And there are so many movements called, um, uh, you know, zero movement, uh, zero waste movement, and then it's called, uh, veganism also have come because of all the tortures that's been going on on the animal. But, you know, until, Prabhupada says for the material problem, you have to find a spiritual solution. But unfortunately, we are trying to find a material solution for the material problem, which will create further more problems. But whenever we see Krishna finds a solution, Krishna gives us a solution, it solves and more. Right? So, we to, to make it convenient, because we could not afford gold and silver or any copper or brass anymore, so we brought this plastic or gutta perch. And that is polluting Mother Earth like anything. And now we are trying to get rid of it. And we are having, we are wasting even more money now thinking and researching and doing so many other, you know, um, arrangements so that we can, uh, this plastic pollution can be taken care of. People are trying to bring bags from their home. They're trying to use um, glass jars and bulk stores and so many options. And I personally was a part of the movement. And um, it's called the zero waste movement where you try and create no waste as much as possible. So, and uh, and what happened? 
and I tried I tried my best for three years. All the bulk store they will facilitate all these things. What happened? Corona came, and every bulk store they stopped because they didn't want human touch. All the producers where they were facilitating this bulk uh, purchase and without plastic purchase, everything, even more, they got back to the plastic wrapping. So by our own, and that time I realized one thing, that by our own endeavor, we cannot solve problems. We will try to find one solution, ten more problems will come. And, you know, because of coronavirus, so much of sanitizer, sanitizing was used, so much of gloves were used, disposable masks. And you see and look around, everywhere there were plastic, much more than what it was. And what could those, you know, those who are in the movement of zero waste could do? Nothing. But if we surrender to Krishna, he can take care of the Mother Earth and many more such. If we, at that time I realized what Prabhupada means by saying that for the material problem, we ha- for the material problem also we have to find spiritual solution. And Krishna consciousness is the solution for all. Just by our own endeavor, we cannot solve the problem. We will, if we solve, you know, it's like a pot which has many, if you try to fix one hole in that pot, many other holes will come. And with our limited uh, resources, limited time, limited energy, limited understanding. How many problems can we solve? Only so much. Because we are so conditioned and we are so limited. And Prabhupada mentions here that now we are using margarine, which is something in India we called it dalda. So instead of ghee, ghee is much purified. It's called uh, gold or melted gold, or something like that. It's it's gold. It's so precious. But we use substitute like a margarine. And then he says that one-fourth of the city population has no shelter. But earlier when people were farming, they were much more self-dependent. They were not like hankering so much of, if you go... And as I said that, you know, you try to solve one problem, many other problems will stand. So now we don't have popula- we don't have uh, uh, all the, you know everybody being employed. We don't have that. So we have unemployment, and on top of that, the far- farmers are killing themselves because they are not being enough because they don't have enough engagement, and they, their producers are not being sold enough. So you know, there, and many more problems to us. So we try to solve one problem, we create many more. And that's why Prabhupada wanted us to have the simple life, you know, simple living and high thinking. He wanted us to live simply and not depending on this industrial life, industrial culture. So, so I was, you know, in the, we often say in the, from the Shastras, okay, um, I like this part of the Shastra or Bhagavad Gita or Srimad Bhagavatam or Chaitanya Charitamrit, but I don't like this part. You know, I don't like Prabhupada saying this, but I like Prabhupada saying that. This is called Ardhakukutniti, which means you take some, you leave some. But Shastras are not like that. Shastras are not there to satisfy our whims. Acharyas are not there to satisfy our whims. They will tell the truth and we have to accept it. Like the medicine is given, whether it is bitter, whether it is sweet. It is a medicine, it is meant to cure me, so I take it. I may not like it, but it will, like they say, we are in a jaundiced condition. The more we take, the and the, and the um, solution is the sugar sugarcane juice. When we are jaundiced, we have too much of it, it will taste very bitter to us. But as and when we keep on taking, taking, it starts tasting its natural, that is the sweet taste. Similarly, the shastras, the words of the acharyas, the guru, it will be bitter, it may be bitter. But as and when we keep on taking, we understand what they mean and then it becomes nectarian. Similarly, the shastras also like that. They may say things like women are not intelligent and things like that and it might hurt because we are still in the bodily platform. We still identify ourselves. We are still considered, we have not understood the 
Though the that Prabhupada teaches the very basic of Bhagavad Gita that we are not this body, we are the soul. No, we haven't. If we would have understood that, we wouldn't have felt bad when somebody says women are less intelligent. But that's okay. That's okay because we are all at different stages. And taking that, not only that, I mean many other things like... Um, like, you know, uh, the um, wife and the children, they are the burden. Like the fifth canto says so many things about Grihastha life. But we do not take them as an offense. We understand that that, that is the truth. And I have to see it from a right prospect. I have to understand what it is actually means. Then getting offended at the book Shastras. No, we cannot do that. Shastra is all good. And Krishna is all good. What's lacking is our understanding. So instead of getting upset about it, we may, you know, work towards it. Like, how can I understand it better? We can go to the devotees. We can go to our, uh, you know, Shiksha Guru, our Diksha Guru, and ask them, Guru Dev, I do not understand, and I do not like it. Will you please explain it to me? And they will surely seeing our sincerity. Not in a challenging mood. Srila Prabhupada says that you cannot challenge and know Krishna at the same time. Not with a challenging mood, but with a very submissive mood. Krishna says, Tadbidi pranipatena praniprasnena seva with a servitude attitude. With a service mood that, okay, I want to. I want to understand so that I can serve better. I can go back to Godhead. When I when I have a submissive attitude, somebody will explain it better to me and that is for my own benefit, for the benefit of my soul. And in that way, when we inquire, our all questions will be answered. With that, I would end today or I will pause today, sorry, begging all of your forgiveness for the com- mistakes that I have committed. Vancha kalpa kripa sindhu Patita naam pavneveo, vashnaveveo namo namo. Any comment? Have anything to say, Prabhu?